killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Crime Verse. Well, today not very much crime, but we're was decoding a things. Was a crime. <laughs> yes. We will tell you what the crime is. Mm. But I am Danny. I almost was like, what am I supposed to do now? And I was like, I have to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Danny. <laughs> and I am with my co-host. Fearless Eagle. As always. And today we're going to dive into the mysterious lost city of Atlantis. And decide if it exists. Now, our lovely producer who sits in here while we record asked the question, what crime occurred in Atlantis for us to be doing it on the show? And then proceeded to say, hey. some people went down to make fish and chips. Hey, hey, A moment hey. of silence for the stupidity that I'm experiencing <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, yes, guys, you. that's the crime, fish and chips. Yeah, we bring fish. Yeah. yeah. Do you like fish and chips? Yeah, don't mind. It's eh. nice. It's okay. You have a face that's like, nah. I had fish and chips in London, but it was like proper London fish and chips. That mm. was nice. And they had peas with it, and I love peas. <laughs> so I'm My favorite thing, this is going to sound so weird, but I love eating peas with gravy. Okay. It like makes me so happy. <laughs> peas and gravy. You can just give me a bowl of peas and gravy. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, as you can even hear the excitement <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can tell. Okay, hey. but I'm a veggie person. I like veggies. So I don't I'll like just veggies. eat anything. Nah, I'm not a veggie person. Really? I'm a veggie person. Mm. I ate veggies for lunch like half an hour ago. I feel like I was traumatized by veggies. As a child. What? Okay. I used, to, veggies, I used veggies, to ask no, my no, mom no, no. for extra veggies. Huh? <laughs> nope. I'm not about that life. I want meat. Not veggies. That's my life. I also like... Okay, I love chicken. Chicken. Mm. Mm, okay. Chicken is like my life. Mm. Um, okay, I don't know which one I like. I just enjoy both, yeah. Chicken and salmon. Okay, this is very far from the topic <laughs> of Atlantis, but salmon. okay. Salmon and <laughs> Atlantis, you know, there's like a link there. Just say. So, let's dive into the story of Atlantis. Now, as far as I'm aware, Atlantis, there's a Disney movie about it. Da, 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 da. Um, Aquaman, you know, that one. Um, Hitler believing the Aryan race came from there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because you didn't listen to last week's show. Mm-hmm. Go have a listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it is a city under the sea. That's as far as my extent of knowledge goes about the city of Atlantis <laughs> before we did research. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, it, it, okay, it the current moment at current moment but it we will believed. see if mm. this is a real thing or not you know yes was the little mermaid real with them swimming down there in the in the sea you know <laughs> <laughs> okay so the quest for the lost atlantis has fascinated people for thousands of 
years. So much so that provided it was a real island, one is left to ponder where the lost sin, where the lost city of Atlantis is supposed to be. Dun -dun. In Plato's texts, Atlantis was larger than Libya and Asia combined. Isn't Libya in Africa? Please yeah, tell me I'm not math. I was about to say mathematically incorrect, yes. geographically <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> it's on the top side of Africa. Uh, okay, I don't know how to explain it. West or east? West, east? Mm. <laughs> okay, that way, when you say west, <laughs> okay. east, I'm like, okay, now I'm lost, I'm confused. Um, okay, so if you know where Morocco is. It says here that there. in Plato's time, that would have referred to modern-day northern Africa and over half of Turkey. So that's okay. quite a big place. Yeah. That's massive. You're telling me one city was that big? <laughs> Yes. Lies. Mm. I'm telling you. I don't believe in this thing. Let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was situated in the Atlantic Ocean, obviously. That's why it is Atlantis and not Indianus <laughs> or Pacificus. Mm. <laughs> okay, now that one, no. <laughs> Somewhere outward from the Strait of Gibraltar. Yes, Gibraltar. Where's Gibraltar? Uh, the top. So the, towards your north where Is that Morocco also Africa? Is. Yeah. Why didn't I know that? I was going to say Mexico. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Okay, okay guys. Please yeah, note, yeah, I'm yeah. very geographically disabled. <laughs> like, if, my, if I'm going somewhere, you cannot tell me the street name. You, no, no, no. If you're telling me Main Street, I'm going to look at you. But if you tell me the McDonald's close to this, I'll be like, I know exactly where I'm going. Oh, okay. So don't tell me street names. Tell me places. So if they told you area, you lost. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If they, like I know, like general areas. Like if you tell me Bedford View, I know like yeah. where a bus that is. But mm. if you told me Sycamore Street, I'm gonna look at you and be like, Yeah, no. What? Look. Yeah, to an extent, I'm also like that. Listen, there was uh, a period in my life I thought Amsterdam was in America, but we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no comment. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, because I only figured it out. I was like, wait, if Amsterdam is in America, how did they capture Anne Frank <laughs> when it was the Nazis? Because the Nazis never went to America. And then I was like, oh, wait, Amsterdam can't be yeah. in America. Mm -hmm. then. So then I clicked that Amsterdam was actually in Netherlands. Yeah. This was when I was in grade 11. Yes. So clearly I'm not geographically capable of these things. I'm very bad at it. Yeah, so if they had to give you a compass and say... Okay, you know what? Like, there's like things I know. Like, there's like, I know certain countries in mm. Africa. Like, I can name quite a couple. I'm mm -hmm. not ignorant. Yeah. But there's some that if you told me, I'd be like, really? That's okay. in Africa? Because mm. there's 54. How am I supposed to remember 54 <laughs> places? That's a lot. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> let's <laughs> carry on with Atlantis. <laughs> so, so wait, is Gibraltar a country or city? So, not a country. Mm. Uh, okay, it's like a location where... So, there's like a, an ocean that separates mm. two separate uh, countries. So, be, being obviously oh. Africa and uh, So, it's Asia. not a country. It's an ocean. 
Yeah, there's an ocean there. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, its land mass would have been large enough that if it really existed somewhere underwater in the Atlantic, it would certainly appear on sonar maps of the ocean floor. Right. So how did Atlantis come to represent a lost utopic civilization? For that, we can blame or thank Ignatius Donnelly. Imagine being named Ignatius. Ignatius. That's, that's Ignatius. one mouthful for a child. Ignatius. In 1882, the former U.S. congressman published Atlantis, the anti... What? Antedevillian. Right, yes. we're going with that world. The book laid out 13 hypotheses centered on the idea that Atlantis had truly existed and indeed represented a place where every mankind dwelt for ages in peace and in happiness. So basically, no war, no mm -hmm. racism, no sexism, <laughs> everything, yes, everything. Very peaceful. Very peaceful. According to Donnelly, Atlantis was the original source of many ancient civilizations around the world. I love studying ancient civilizations, and I'm so excited. In my third year of history, I get to study ancient Rome. It's like <laughs> donned my excitement, but anyway. <laughs> if one followed the clues in Plato's writing, Donnelly believed mankind could have found Atlantis. It would be hard to overstate the impact that introductory chapter to Donnelly's book had on the future of antonology. So I'm assuming that is like the study yeah, of yet. Atlantis. And this was someone called Mark Adams. And he had said that in his book, Meet Me in Atlantis, Across Three Continents in Search of the Legendary Sunken City. That is a mouthful for a book. Please just... <laughs> Please, please, guys. I'm a hectic reader. Okay, I don't. Li I, at least make something you can abbreviate. The sunken city. The su thank you. <laughs> right. Uh. It gave the sort of template that people could start to follow in decades to come, and this was m what Mark Adams had said. Donnelly had inspired, was inspired by a remarkable discovery in the early 1870s. An amateur archaeologist had used Homer's the Lyad to purportedly unearth the legendary city of Troy. Mm -hmm. If Troy, long thought to be fictional, was real, why shouldn't Atlantis be? Dun, 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 dun. Wait. So. I lived my whole life thinking Troy was real. I didn't know people thought it was fictional. No, it, it, but it was real. And the Trojan horse, is that real? So everything concerning Troy is real. But okay, I thought that, time, that my whole life. Yeah, no, oh, that okay. is real. <laughs> that is real. So, right. yeah. Because I know like the Trojan horse and then the people were inside the horse and then they opened the gates because they yeah, thought no, it was that, a that was real. I'm sorry, that's the toughest thing. You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> you're at war and someone... You are fighting with your neighbor and then you find a mysterious box on your porch and you open it, and God. then the paint explodes in your face. The gods have sent those to us. <laughs> and I'm really yes. not feeling sorry for you. <laughs> so, so, in the years after Columbus brought news of the New World back to Europe, many claimed that America was the fabled Atlantis. But the search really gained 
steam in the 20th and 21st centuries. Some researchers have pointed to a volcanic eruption that destroyed parts of the island of Santorini around 1600 BC, wiping out Manoa, that one settlement, and in 2018, a team announced to much fanfare that they had found concrete proof that Atlantis existed. Key evidence included a series of circles in a national park in Spain. They turned out to be experimental ponds created in 2004 and 2005 for a study involving zooplankton. Kenneth Feder, an professor of anthropology at Central Connecticut State University, has dealt with claims of Atlantis for much of his professional career. And while there's no evidence that the lost city of Atlantis was described by Plato actually existed, uh, Fedor, people who get hooked by the story can sometimes be drawn into real archaeology. So he's basically saying that the whole idea can draw people into the field. Mm-hmm. As a discipline... And this is Federer, I'm quoting him. As a discipline, we don't do enough proactive work. Archaeologists really do know a lot about other off-mythologized locations like Stonehenge, I've been there, the Egyptian pyramids, or cities built by the Aztecs. I would love to go see the Aztec stuff, he says. But if what we're stuck with is people seeing documentaries about Atlantis or ancient aliens, and that's what gets them curious, then we need to be able to run with that. Hmm. Atlantis is the legendary island that sank beneath the waves in the distant past, taking down with it an advanced civilization. It is possible that we will never find it or it might not have even existed. A short answer to both. According to all available evidence, It indicates that the philosopher Plato, sometime around 360 BC, invented the island nation in order to illustrate a point about the dangers of aggressive imperialism. In Plato's telling, Atlantis was not a utopia. Rather, it was a foil for the idealized version of of Athens from long before Plato's time. The ancient Athens was very similar to Plato's notion of the ideal state. Uh, says Gile Gensler, who was a professor of philosophy at Amherst College. Plato laid out the details for such a state would look like in his famous work, The Republic. According to Gensler, it should be small and virtuous and reject ostentation. The residents of Atlantis, on the other hand, were extremely filled with an unjust lust for possessions and power, according to Plato's character who described the island. So, I find that quite interesting if it was a whole concept to prove a point. So, would you say that? I don't think it actually, the only way it could exist, the only way it could exist is if um, when, like, the flood happened with Noah and the continent split and stuff and then the city ended up underwater, that's the only option. 
I thought of that. I also thought of that. It's like, hmm. But why did only one city get sunk under the ocean then? So now, this is, yeah, I, I did think of that whole Noah situation and everything. When I was doing research, yeah. like the evidence that I saw, like some of them, they were convincing because now you look at, so there was, the, there was a crew that went to look for it in water. Mm-hmm. And then the other crew was looking for it on land, mm. being your Africa and that side. And some of the things that they mentioned was obviously, number one, there was your whole volcanoes and stuff like that, and earthquakes. And then the so the, the crew there was on land, they basically say that if it existed, then it could have been a situation where the so the the area where it was located mm. uh towards your gibraltar which is on top yeah. of africa where the sea is so there they would have like uh massive winds and all those stuff and at the same time there's like earthquakes and all those things which would explain what plato was saying in terms of it sunk overnight so like an earthquake happened and then uh okay. the whole city went underwater Okay, I understand that. But then why has it only happened once in history? Now with that, that's where now you start thinking about the possibilities. For example, like the city of Pompeii. Mm. You know Pompeii? Yeah, I know Pompeii. Okay, I I have to just double check you know Pompeii. You know the... I do know Pompeii. Our producer's shaking his head and I'm lecturing him after this. How do you not know Pompeii? (laughs) Okay, the only reason why I know Pompeii is because I used to sit on the PC looking at YouTube videos, history, and Okay, tell stuff. me what Pompeii and is, Nash. <clears throat> okay, so Pompeii, in terms of knowledge-wise, it's where there was your whole sexual stuff happening. And no, everything. what are you talking about? Pompeii is where the volcano exploded and the people and then, are stuck in stone in the yeah, ash. So and then there's, there's <laughs> statues of yeah. people who would be doing things under what in their houses and all the stuff. Where the ashes of them running away. Yeah, and others were doing Oh, other okay. Things. I didn't know the funny things. Okay, that's what I got. Anyway, it's basically a whole t- city that is encased in ash and they're now all in stone. Because the volcano ex- erupted yeah, way no, back yeah, away. Exposed anyway, to the other side. So like Pompeii is there. You see it. It's mm. physically there. For me, Atlantis, it's more along the lines of like the city of gold in Mexico and the Central America, which was a myth because when they believed that Columbus and all his friends were going mm. across the mm. world, they believed that there was these riches, that there was gold and there was some wealth, but it wasn't to the extent of like, because with the way they pictured it was like a little city made of gold, like the chairs are made of gold and the buildings are made of gold. That's what they like presented it as, which mm. it wasn't. Whereas with Atlantis, I actually find it more intriguing. And this is because I'm an AP English student. I find it more intriguing if Atlantis really was a metaphor for human behavior. Okay, okay. I see where you're going. I feel, I feel like I'd like love to dive I, into that analysis is because obviously they were describing how it, uh, uh, Plato was explaining how these Atlanteans, Atlanta, Atlantis, mm. Athens, it's very similar yeah, words, yeah. Mm. Uh, 
how it was like full of corruption and power and I think it could be such an interesting study to see Atlantis as imperialism and how society can go wrong when you have that type of mindset in society mm. that you literally sink to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's like a really cool concept if it was a metaphor. Because Plato, if I'm not mistaken, Plato is a philosopher. Yeah, he is. Now, From way back when. For, for, for myself, I, I feel like it, the city did exist. Uh, one one of the philosophers did mention yeah, he's that. Yeah, a Greek philosopher. One of them did mention that we we could have known. Okay, so at that time the city could have had a different name, mm. and then within obviously the city that's where they had like either nicknames and all the stuff, which is where Atlantis came from. And it could have been a situation where like. Uh, so like how I was saying, how it got more fictionalized mm. as time went on, like. City of gold. Because mm. when you start looking at the stuff that, uh, like, their heritage and culture... Because here's my thing, right? Mm. History, a very important history when studying history. History is not studying like... History is not studying... History is not like religion. Religion needs faith. Yeah. Okay? So we have faith that certain things happen in the Bible yeah. and stuff like that. But even in the Bible, the historical events are proven. For example, if you go to the Dead Sea yeah. in in Egypt and you send cameras down the bottom, there are chariot wheels at mm. the bottom of the ocean from when the Egyptians went through and then God closed the ocean back. There's yeah. actual proof of that. Yeah. So for me, anything historical, anything event, things like that, for me, there needs to be physical proof. And if we can go to the bottom of the dead, the dead sea, right? Mm. And see, okay, the evidence, here's yeah. the evidence. Where is the evidence of Atlantis? Especially if they were claiming it was as big as it was. Mm. I mean, that's basically like the top of Africa sinking. Yeah. Where is there? We would now, know if the top of Africa sank. So this is, this is okay. There, there, there was one that I exposed to i think like a couple of hours before we came into recording because mm. i saw the other ones of the sea and then uh there by gibraltar and all the stuff yeah but then there was one which caught my attention because mm -hmm. uh when you go into they, they showed footage of space and then you look at uh drawings of uh plato yeah and then they basically the area is a desert and what they were questioning was if it sunk to to the bottom of the sea mm -hmm. how is it part of africa and it's a desert and then they proceeded to explain obviously if uh if it didn't sink you know if if it wasn't a situation of where it actually sunk to the bottom of the sea is it possible that it became part of africa okay here's my other here's my other question Right, so this was happening during biblical times, mm. Atlantis. Yeah. And if Atlantis did sink, I truly believe it would have been something that was God-ordained. Mm. Something that big. Yeah. Okay, because a lot of the things when God destroyed cities or whatever, it was for reason. Like when God flooded the earth, it was for the reason that sin had become too... Uh, I mean, the people of the earth were too wicked. Mm. And when he created all the different languages, it was because 
people were trying to become God themselves. Mm. So if it was happening Bible times, sinking a whole city, I would think would be God ordained. In fact, even sinking a city now would be God ordained, yeah. right? No, yeah. Why is it not recorded in the Bible anywhere? Yeah, in terms of the Bible, um, that's a very interesting question. Because surely, if mm. it was supposed to be seen as this corrupt, mm. uh, imperialistic, mm. surely that would have been mentioned somewhere. Because if you track the Bible, if you really, really study the history of the Bible, it is like in-depth detail. A, a mm. civilization... I mean, you know about Egypt. You know about the great civilization yeah. at that time. Yeah. Surely a great civilization like Atlantis would have at least been listed once in the Bible. Do you get what, what if, I'm saying? What if they were under a separate name? But we can trace all the names in the Bible to places today. Mm. But my other thing is, you're telling me one man. One <laughs> man suddenly was sitting yeah. on his desk one day and was like, Oh my goodness, there's an island under the sea. How would he know? At that time, they didn't have sea travel. Yeah. Where is he getting his information from? I don't think it exists. I do not. I really... We need to I obviously... Am, I am... This is... Mm -hmm. I am on the agreement that it was a fictionalized, metaphoric example used for philosophy teaching about what happens to an imperialistic society. Mm. That is... That is what I believe it is. Okay, so in other words, it was... A lesson. A lesson. A lesson. Referring to another city that did not... No, I don't think it referred to anything. I think philosophers, a... philosophers, he was just trying to... Philosophy can be very difficult to understand for people who don't study philosophy. If you mm -hmm. go and read a philosophy book now, never having been to a philosophy lecture, you're going to be cooking clueless, <laughs> right? So same thing, yeah. if I had to give you my math homework now, Nash, you'd probably look at me like what on earth was this it's the same thing mm. i think the whole idea of bringing the the metaphor of, of atlantis was so that the ordinary average joe people could, could understand, understand. Mm. it's it's in a sense in a way it's not the same it's not the same but it's in a way how like jesus would tell parables mm. to explain a concept mm. In okay, a picture yeah. so mm -hmm. that people could understand. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? So okay. the idea of this imperialistic society would be explained through Atlantis so that you and me who don't study philosophy could understand the consequences of it. Mm. Rather okay. than giving, going to the town square and being like 4,400 years ago and the four founders and blah, 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 all the language <laughs> that people don't understand what you're mm -hmm. saying. And they look at you and you're like, huh? he is on drugs. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? I feel like it, it's... Yeah. And it's a pretty clever way to do it because even I know when I study, I, I often find things to remember and bring it down to yeah, a yeah. simpler version. Or when you're explaining things to kids, if you're explaining water to kids, you're not explaining how hydrogen bonds mm. with oxygen. You're, you're just explaining water. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's mm. like the dumbed down version. I, that's my thing. I... You need to know it's H2O. H2O. <laughs> so in my Makes opinion, sense. I really truly believe because also how did this man, one man, know this place existed? Where? He didn't drive out to the sea one, drive out, sail out onto the sea one day and be like, here's Atlantis. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? And surely if there was a 
Like even Stonehenge. Stonehenge exists. We don't know how it got there. Mm. But it exists. Yeah. Okay. So there's some murky knowledge about it. They can track back where the stones come from and stuff. But it's a little bit murky. Mm. But there is a concrete evidence and then ideas surrounding the evidence. Yeah. This is ev- This is ideas, but no concrete evidence. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. So it's kind of like, if you showed me pictures of an underwater castle, I'd be like, oh, there's Atlantis. But <laughs> we don't have that. It was there where the Titanic sank. You're you know, very like different our, ocean, Nash. Definitely there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what yeah, I'm, I'm on the tip that it was more metaphor. Mm. I think that's a very clever way. Because imperialism wouldn't be something they very much spoke about in those days. Imperialism, mm. I mean, that might have been a bit of a mm. brash topic to be having. Mm. But, I mean, the ancient Greeks and the ancient Egyptians, I mean, the ancient civilizations were very advanced. Think about it. Us mm. today as humans think freaking aliens built the pyramids because we can't figure out how it was built, right? So you're telling me that today people who've sent other people to the moon who have smartphones in their pockets can't figure out the pyramids, I honestly think they are much more advanced civilization than what we are today. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? They yeah. were very advanced. Their medicine was advanced. It's unfortunate those civilizations fell. Their IQ was advanced. Um, hey, hey, so hey. for me, I feel like them having these philosophy ideas wasn't out of the blue. I feel a lot of our philosophy even comes from the, our mathematics comes from their times. Yeah, that's true. So for them to be having such ideas of imperialism and stuff like that isn't unnatural. It's actually, it's, it's accurate. Mm. But I feel like he was just explaining it in a way that he could simplify it for people who didn't understand it and be like, listen, if we become so power hungry and um, possessive and yeah. all about possessions, uh, we can literally sink our society. And unfortunately, that's what happened with most, yeah. just besides sin, a lot Cities of the, I mean, yeah. Roman Empire fell because of sin and stuff like mm. that. But there's that whole idea of he was literally giving a representation of if, if we were an island, this would have, this is what would happen to us. Yeah. So I like that idea. I think it's quite a cool idea if you look at it from a philosophy point of view. Yeah, Not yeah. that I enjoy philosophy. I really <laughs> don't enjoy philosophy. It can it's meddle awesome. with my brain. Cool. I did a section of, I did in my first year of varsity, I had to do this whole a section on philosophy and history. Oh my goodness, I couldn't understand half the things that they were saying in that thing. But it is fine. But <laughs> I feel like that's more of a believable thing mm. than there is a city at the bottom of the ocean just casually hanging out there. <laughs> like, yeah. where's the evidence? I mean, it's not like the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden went back up into heaven. That's why we can't find it back on earth. It's not mm. that. Mm. They're saying sunk into the ocean. I'm telling you now, with the technology that we have, we would have been able to find it. In the ocean, yeah. In the ocean. That's Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And it's not like it would have sunk all the way to the bottom. I the water rose and then it went to the bottom. Like I said, the only way I would have believed it, if it really did sink, it would have been the flood in the Noah. Mm. That's the only way I would have. So ladies and gentlemen, that's but, that, but then again, why would God have only flooded one city that went completely... Yeah, no, you see, when the flood came, the flood, it sank I mean, all of them. The flood split the mm-hmm. continents. Even the Grand Canyon is proof of the flood. If you look at uh, the... So if you look at the whole idea of evolution, soil yeah. levels are supposed to happen in a certain order for evolution to have taken place, right? Yeah. If you look at the Grand Canyon, the soil levels or whatever, the order they're in is mm. wrong. 
it mm. doesn't match up with evolution, but they've proven that it was formed by a huge body of water mm. sweeping through it. So the Grand Canyon was formed by the flood. So, mm. I mean, that is where there is physical evidence of like the flood happening mm. and the Egyptians chasing the... Yeah. That's where I'm fine with is that we know these stories from the Bible. There's physical pr proof. Mm. There's physical evidence. Where is the physical evidence for Atlantis? Atlantis? Yes. Okay, so guys, please make sure you bring your evidence for Atlantis. <laughs> um, we also I feel like I just was there. teaching a so lecture at a university, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so all of you people that are out there, you know, spending billions on finding Atlantis. I mean, it would be cool if it did exist. I mean, I'm a fantasy lover. I mean, give me a book with dragons and I'm on board immediately. You don't even have to tell me the plot. I just want the dragons. The dragons okay? exist. So the whole concept of a ward of a, of a, uh, a under, I mean, that blows water. my mind. Even mm. though I love that. I'm a fantasy nut. Okay. But in reality, it's a bit iffy for me. <laughs> it is a bit yeah. iffy. <laughs> Okay, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I do agree. Also, myself, I'm like trying to connect the dots here, you know, trying to come with my one plus one is conspiracies, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, my conspiracies are not also doing the most right now. They're like, nah, you're on your own, yo. It's Ish. because I prevent, presented you with too much facts. <laughs> yeah, you know, like there's facts there. Um, you guys, if you give me history, I can go on for five hours. I'll show it guys, five hours long. I'm not even lying. I'm gonna go and find Atlantis. And I'll bring it. Uh, okay, so yeah, Nash, yeah. Nash is going to be leaving the country <laughs> to find Atlantis. Oh, he'll be back, we promise. Yes. <laughs> and I'll send my PA. Stunt doubles going to be recording. Oh, Susan's coming back. <laughs> yes, yes. For those who don't know, Nash has a PA named Susan. Mm. Yes, that's what? all I'm yeah, going yeah, to say yeah. about Susan. Yeah, let's just think. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. If Susan ever makes a guest appearance on the show, we'll let you know. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, that is all for this week. We will see you next time. Peace. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.